What's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to King Sports Top. Episode number six is coming to you live. It is just myself today on the podcast. I do not have a guest with me today, but um, I do have a few of my uh, close friends and brothers that I'm trying to get on here soon, so that'll be good sports talk once they're able to get on here. The timing's just unfortunate right now, and it's hard to get people on. So uh, today it is just going to be me. Um, Today's talks, we are going to recap the NFL from last week and the predictions we had from the four to five guys we had on episode five last week. Those guys, those guys were funny. They brought a bunch of laughs, so I appreciate those guys coming on. Um, definitely was one of the good episodes that we've had so far. Um, also, I'm going to give you guys this week's um, NFL predictions and how my Cowboys are looking. Um, then we will move to NBA talk. Um, the NBA season is right around the corner, and I'm ready to start um, giving you guys my NBA thoughts as well as um, how I expect my Atlanta Hawks to do this season. For you guys know, I'm a big Atlanta Hawks fan, and I think they have a big season coming up as well. We are going to talk about the uh, drama surrounding Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I, it, it'll be a good talk, and it'll let you guys know kind of where my stance is there with that situation. So, And then we will finish up with my predictions for the NBA championship and playoffs this season. So, uh, First of all, I want to go ahead and start out to say thank you for everyone who is tuning in to the podcast. Um, I try and usually drop an episode each week, either Wednesday or Thursday. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We're well up over 200 viewers, um, sitting at about... 30 to 40 viewers each week. So thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm just continuing to look forward to add new guests on the podcast. I have a couple of my close friends and I'm trying to get my brothers on here as well so that we can talk some sports, uh, basketball, football, baseball, and everywhere in between. So hopefully we can get some more people on here soon and have some good sports talk. So first of all, moving into we are just, um, wow. Monday is the first official practice for my high school girls team. This will be the first practice as we move into the new season. First year head coach on the girls side, um, high school girls varsity team. So we will open up play November 12th. That will be our first game. So we will have just under a month to uh, get through practice and get things drilled in. So countdown is real. We are just uh, four days away from the first official practice. So I'm excited to get started, um, uh, inching closer every single day. So it'll be good, good, good coming here soon. So uh, first of all, we're going to look at our updated uh, predictions from last week. Um, Last week's week five predictions, I finished 11 and five um, on week five NFL predictions. Uh, Mason Broom, he finished eight and eight. Hollis, with the best record of predictions so far, finished fourteen and two. Uh, he just missed two of those games in there, so Hollis is at the top of the leaderboards right now. Isaac finished nine and seven, and Manny was nine and seven as well. It was hard to calculate Drew's picks because he was picking the Thunder and the Falcons for multiple games. So. I'm not sure what he finished with, so we're just going to go ahead and go past Drew's predictions. But Hollis is sitting at the top of the leaderboard at 14-2 and right now. So we will see if I have any other guests on or if I myself can uh, predict better matchups there and uh, get a better record throughout the week. So 
as we are talking about NFL predictions, we are going to go ahead and just move to week six predictions, which starts tonight with the Thursday night game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I think this is kind of a, I want to say a no-brainer, but the Eagles have been playing well lately. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. They're a seven-point favorite tonight. Uh, they're traveling traveling to Philadelphia to play the Eagles, but I do have the Buccaneers on the road. Um, let's see. We do have an 8.30 Sunday matchup, 8.30 a.m. It is the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I believe this is Tua's return and his first game back from injury. However, I'm just having confidence in Trevor Lawrence right now. His team is sitting at 0-5, and I just do think they're going to pull off their first win against the Miami Dolphins. To get their first win, the Dolphins are sitting at 1-4 right now. A lot of QB transition between Jacoby Brousset and Tua. So I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars to win their first game of the season Sunday morning. So we have a noon matchup between the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. I am taking the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. They are looking good. Although Justin Fields and the Bears are playing well, um, they're having some running back issues right now. David Montgomery is out with an injury. And then Damian Williams went on the COVID reserve list today. So they rely heavily on that run game right now, and I think if the Packers can force the Bears to throw the ball, they can rattle Justin Fields and uh, pull out a victory. So I have the Packers. Next, we have Joe Burrow and the Bengals facing the 0-5 Lions. Um, I'm going with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. They look good. They lost a close one last week to the Packers. Lions are 0-5. They're really struggling right now, so I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Next, we have the Houston Texans traveling to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Both of these teams are 1-4. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they had they had that Monday night game against the Ravens, but you can never count Lamar Jackson out. He brought them back in an overtime victory. So I think the Colts are just hungry for a win, and I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts at home. Next, we have the Rams and the Giants. Um, the Giants are just suffering all kinds of injuries right now with Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, and just they're beat up at the wide receiver position. So... Um, I think Daniel Jones will play. Uh, Saquon Barkley has been ruled out, though. So I'm going to go with the L.A. Rams. They're really playing good football right now with Matthew Stafford. So I'm going to go with the Rams. Next, we have the 2-3 and three Chiefs traveling to Washington to play the football team. Um, the Chiefs have not been playing great football right now. And uh, the Washington football team has been playing somewhat of decent. So I think this will be a good matchup, both high-powered offenses. But I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Next, we have the Minnesota Vikings versus the Carolina Panthers. Um, Christian McCaffrey is looking to return for this game. He did miss practice today, so it could be a little bit of a stretch. Um, the Panthers did not look great last week against the Eagles either, so I'm going to go ahead and go with the Minnesota Vikings um, on the road against the Panthers. Next, we have this high-powered game, Battle of the Foreign Ones, the Chargers versus the Ravens. Again, like I said, it's really hard to doubt Lamar Jackson, but he was downgraded this week to um, questionable that he is dealing with an injury right now. So I would assume he is going to end up playing Sunday at noon. But Justin Herbert and that offense have really looked great as of recent. So I'm going to go with the Chargers on the road against the Ravens. In our 305 matchup, this will be another great matchup this week. It is the 5-0 Arizona Cardinals against... Um, Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Um, 
This game is in Cleveland. Cleveland is currently a three-point favorite. I think that the Cardinals are going to suffer their first loss of the season on the road. They will move to 5-1, and one, and the Browns will move to 4-2. and two. Um, Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham have not been clicking on the same. Um, they have not been on the same page lately. But I think they do find a little bit of that rhythm this week, as well as that uh, running back duo of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They are both just killing it right now. So I'm going to take the Browns at home against the Cardinals. We have a 325 game between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos. Both teams are 3-2. and two. I'm going to take the Raiders on the road against the Broncos. Um, the Raiders have been playing good football as of recent. Uh, the Broncos are currently a 3.5-point favorite, but I'm going to go with the Raiders on the road. Then we have the Dallas Cowboys traveling to New England to pay the, play the Patriots. Uh, the Cowboys, you guys know I'm a big Cowboys fan. The Cowboys have been playing great football right now. Uh, their offense is looking great. They have the leading... Uh, Defensive player and interceptions in Trayvon Diggs. He has really emerged as a second-year player. So with that offense rolling the way that they are and the defense really just stepping it up, playing playing great, honestly. Better better defense than we've seen in the past few years. Um, the Cowboys are playing in New England, but I'm going to take the Cowboys on the road to improve to 5-1, and one, and the Patriots will drop to 2-4. and four. Um, Our next matchup here is the Sunday night matchup. It is the Steelers who are two and three, and the Seahawks who are two and three. Um, with Russell Wilson being out, I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers at home. Um, Geno Smith is the backup for the Seattle Seahawks. However, the Steelers did lose Juju Smith-Schuster for the rest of the season with a shoulder injury. Um, he is going to have to have a procedure done, and I think that opens up opportunities for uh, Chase Claypool to really step up and lead that wide receiving core as well as Deontay Johnson. So I'm going to go with the Steelers at home against the Seahawks. Our last matchup is the Monday night matchup between the Bills and the Titans. The Bills have been playing great football right now. So I'm going to take the Bills on the road against the Titans to improve to 5-1. So once again, once these uh, once the weekend of games finishes up, we'll update you guys next week. Uh, like I said, Hollis is sitting at the top of the leaderboard at 14 wins and 2 losses. Those were his predictions from last week. So... We will see if I can uh, top him and get up there uh, in the standings with him. I think my best record I've picked so far is 12-4, and four, so we'll see if we can get there. Um, next, I want to give you guys a fantasy football update. I know we didn't get to catch this last week because we ran out of time. Um, my main league, I'm currently sitting at 4-1. and one. I suffered a – it was close – a close loss last week to uh, Dom Johnson, one of my, one of my guys – I was uh, going winning going into the Monday night football game, and then most of you guys know Lamar Jackson dropped about 41 there in that overtime win. So he surpassed me and gave me my first loss this season. I'm down to 4-1. and one. Um, This week I have another big, big uh, opponent. It is Brandon Grant. He sits at 4-1 and one at the top of the leaderboards with me as well. Uh, my current roster for this week is Dak Prescott, James Robinson, Kareem Hunt, Stefan Diggs, Brandon Cooks, Travis Kelsey, DJ Moore. I'm playing the Dallas Cowboys defense against the New England Patriots. And then Randy Bullock, the kicker for the Tennessee Titans, who plays on Monday night. Um, BG's team reads Patrick Mahomes, Derek Henry, Zach Moss, DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup, Dawson Knox. He has Mike Williams at his flex. He is playing Tampa Bay 
uh, Buccaneers defense tonight against the Philadelphia Eagles. And then his kicker is Matt Gay. So uh, it is currently sitting at 50-50, the win probability. Although I am projected 138 and he is projected 140. So I'm sure this matchup will come down to the wire once we get to uh, the end of this game. He has a lot of players playing on Monday Night Football. So I have Stefan Diggs playing Monday night as well. It will be a good matchup and I will give you guys an update about that next week. So we do not want to spend a whole lot of time on football because, again, I am excited as we transition to NBA season. The NBA season is just uh, five days away. The first matchup opens on Tuesday, I believe. It will be Tuesday. There are two games opening up on that uh, that Tuesday, October 19th. It is the Brooklyn Nets going to the Milwaukee Bucks to open up the night at 630 and then we have the Golden State Warriors going to LA to play the Lakers. So two early matchups that I believe will be great. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, there's a lot of speculation going around with the Brooklyn Nets right now. Um, anyone who's keeping up in the sports world or in the media, we know Kyrie Irving has been the topic of conversation the past few days with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so currently Kyrie Irving is not joined with the Brooklyn Nets. He is not practicing. He is not traveling with the team. Um, he is taking a stance right now, whereas he is an unvaccinated player and he is saying that he is the voice for the voiceless right now. He is really trying to support um, workers out there who have lost their job due to mandates and not being vaccinated. So Kyrie Irving has taken a stance where he is unvaccinated right now. However, he is not able to join the team or to play games in Brooklyn because there is a mandate to make sure that you are vaccinated to be playing. So. We are not sure where this will end with Kyrie Irving, um, if he will stay with the Brooklyn Nets or not, or if he will just sit out this entire season and not play due to being unvaccinated. He did go to IG Live last night and talked about this current situation. He said he is still educating himself and that he is not vaccinated as of right now. Granted, like we said, we are five days away from the first game uh, where the Brooklyn Nets will open up on opening night. So. Will Kyrie Irving be there for that night one game? I'm going to say no without practicing with the teams uh, since training camp and just being unvaccinated. I do not see this being a quick transition here over the next few days where he is vaccinated and able to join the team. Um, It's hard to speak upon this issue because we do not know if he is going to be traded from Brooklyn. We do not know if he is going to get vaccinated and rejoin Brooklyn. It is just a tough situation right now. I know this, again, has been a topic of conversation for uh, the NBA and on first take. I know Stephen A. Smith had some strong words to say about it, as well as Jay Williams was able to chime in. Those guys were kind of butting heads over the issue. Again, this is not... uh, any remorse towards each other. They are friends, they are buddies, and they enjoy talking about this type of stuff. However, Stephen A. Smith was taking the stance of he believes that Kyrie Irving brought this team together to Brooklyn and it is kind of selfish of him not to be there now, whereas Jay Williams is supporting him, saying that Kyrie Irving, it is 100% his choice, and if he is not ready to get vaccinated, then that is completely up to him. So, Uh, My current stance on it, of course, everyone would love to see Kyrie Irving playing on the basketball court. He is one of the top point guards in the NBA, and he's just a superstar talent like most people have talked about. So 
Um, I would love to see him on the court again at the end of the day. It is everyone's own choice to be vaccinated or not. So this is a very difficult spot to be in. Um, I know Kyrie Irving loves basketball. He loves his teammates. But again, it is just a tough decision for him and his family. If he does get vaccinated, I would assume he is going to return to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, However, we just don't know when that decision is going to come. And I do not believe it is coming before that first game on Tuesday against the Milwaukee Bucks. So those are my thoughts there on that Kyrie Irving situation. Um, I'm going to continue to move on just to NBA in general. Uh, With those opening night matchups, the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, it is going to be a good game. It is going to be a good game. The Milwaukee Bucks are coming off of a championship and the Brooklyn Nets are, uh, it seems to be back to healthy, minus the Kyrie Irving. So um, I'm going to take the Milwaukee Bucks at home. They, um, I just believe they they brought back most of their team. Uh, a, a video came out on Twitter the other day of Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he was just going to work on the offensive end, not only finishing at the rim, but hitting jump shots. Um, we can really tell that he has been in the gym this offseason, working on his game, working on his craft. So... I'm going to take the Milwaukee Bucks at home on opening night. Um, And then we have the Golden State Warriors traveling to L.A. to play the Lakers. This always seems to be a popular matchup with the Warriors and the Lakers. I would assume that's why it's probably scheduled the first first night. I think the Lakers are going to come out and win big. They are fully healthy as well. Uh, With the addition of Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Carmelo Anthony. I just think those are four solid guys right there. Not... Not counting the other guys they added to the core group. They have DeAndre Jordan. They have Malik Monk. They have Wayne Ellington, Rajon Rondo. They've added so many pieces to this group. Um, I think this Lakers team is going to have a lot of veteran experience and a lot of leadership. Although it'll be interesting to see how they click together and how they gel going into the season. But I do have the Lakers uh, probably winning by double digits night one against the Golden State Warriors. So... Those are my first week or those opening night predictions for those two teams. Um, as a lot of you guys know, I am an Atlanta Hawks fan. Um, kind of how that came about. I had been a Dallas Mavericks fan growing up. I really loved Dirk Nowitzki. I loved everything the Mavericks were about. Um, I have, I think it was probably about, I don't know, six or seven years ago maybe a little bit longer than that. I've really started to pour myself into Atlanta Hawks basketball. Um, they are a very good ball club right now with the experience. They're basically brought back everyone from last season. Um, Trey Young is moving into his fourth year and just got that uh, contract extension. This team is full of young raw talent as well as having a few veterans as well in uh, Clint Capella. He's been around the league to a few different teams and uh, just a veteran in Solomon Hill who has really helped pour into those young guys. Um, The Atlanta Hawks did come up short last year against uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. They played great against the New York Knicks, won that series, played great against Philadelphia 76ers, won that series, and they kind of hit a wall there against the Milwaukee Bucks in the third round of the playoffs. So um, I would assume the Hawks are going to be near that point again this year. Like I said, they returned most people. One addition that I was kind of excited of as the rumors were speculating back in the summer is they had mentioned about the possible addition of Bradley Beal. Um, I believe we are that one superstar away from being a championship contender. 
Um, again, I still think we are young right now. We do have some great pieces in Trey Young, John Collins, and uh, Clint Capella. However, I do believe we are one more superstar away from really becoming a championship contender there um, in the East and as well the NBA championships. So uh, I do like Bogdan Bogdanovich. He is a great scorer on the wing to play alongside with Trey Young as well. We have those young scorers in Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, those guys who are also defenders as well. So um, I do like the draft pick of Jalen Johnson. I believe he is he is John Collins 2.0. Or, or John Collins light, as some people would say. He plays just like John Collins. He is a catch and score around the rim. You can throw him lobs. He's a great defender. He blocks shots. I believe that will provide us a good backup off the bench for John Collins whenever he is to come out and give him a rest. So um, I think the Atlanta Hawks roster is loaded again this year. Again, it is youth. We are slowly starting to um, find that those um, veteran years for some of these guys and Clint Capella was a leading defensive rebounder last year Um, Trey Young again was a superstar last year as well so we will see where that Atlanta Hawks team finishes Um, I'm giving you guys my predictions for the Atlanta Hawks this year as we continue to look here at the Eastern Conference and kind of where the Hawks will stand Um, I believe the Brooklyn Nets will be right up there at the top as well as the Bucks. It's hard to count the 76ers out. We don't know what's going to happen with Ben Simmons right now, but we know that they're going to be at the top of the league as well somewhere there. Um, I would say the Hawks are going to finish around that four or five spot, um, maybe three, four, five spot and make it to the playoffs. Then we will see... Uh, if we can make another deep run in the playoffs again as well, I think with all these guys and the youth that we had in the playoffs last year and them really experimenting and getting that um, getting that experience in the playoffs was great for our players. So I think the Atlanta Hawks will make the playoffs around that 3-4-5 spot and hopefully we can make some noise in the playoffs again as we did this year. Um Trey Young leading that crew and whatnot. So as I give you guys a a prediction for an NBA champ, I think it is hard not to rule out the Milwaukee Bucks right now that they have the opportunity to go back to back. Um, Again, the Brooklyn Nets, if they're to add Kyrie Irving with James Harden and Kevin Durant, that is another team that is hard to rule out. Then we have, um, in the Western Conference, the Clippers as well, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. The Lakers with LeBron, Russ, AD. The Mavericks are right there with Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. There's just really a lot of contenders there. The Denver Nuggets have not lost stride either, and they will gain back Jamal Murray. Um, If I had to go with with who I think is going to win right now at this moment... I would probably go with the Bucks playing the Lakers in the finals. Um, again, that would be a very solid matchup. I would assume it would go with seven games. Um, I probably would go back-to-back with the Bucks. Really just them returning most of their players and seeing how good that they did last year in winning the NBA championship. So I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks going back-to-back winning um, – 
barring no injuries or uh, any big trades there with the Bucks. So finally, as we get ready to close this episode out, we are moving to uh, fantasy basketball season. So fantasy basketball season is right around the corner. Uh, we currently have a league up and running with a bunch of me and my friends. Um, and our draft, we have not scheduled our draft, but it will happen probably here within the next couple days because the season opens up on um, Tuesday, October 19th. So currently in our league, it is myself, Jackson Clay, Malcolm Keys, Garrett Foskin, Jordan King, Tyler Welch, Connor Johnson, Cade Phillips, Hunter Land, uh, Luke Pye, and uh, Frank Reed and Diego. So that is our list of guys who are in our fantasy basketball league. It'll be a good league. Everyone's very competitive in that league. Once we join on the podcast next week, I'll give you guys my uh, roster that I have drafted. I currently am sitting at the seventh pick, I believe, sixth or seventh pick there. So I'm kind of right in the middle of the pack. And we'll see how my draft goes on uh, either probably Sunday or Monday. So I will give you guys an update with my fantasy basketball team once we tune in next week. So... I want to thank you guys for joining in today. Sorry, my throat's a little sore. I know it, I might have sounded a little hoarse throughout this episode. Again, I'm hoping to get another guest on next week, and we'll give you guys a fantasy football update as well as a fantasy basketball update. And then we will uh, give you guys an update on how the first week of basketball practice is going with my, myself and my team. So it would be a good thing to look forward to. I appreciate you guys tuning in, and we will – be back on King Sports Talk next week. So thank you guys. We will see you later.